I've been waiting for this one. And for for a couple of days. I can't say I've been waiting. It's it's just recent anti- it's recent anticipation. But um so if you're living under a rock and if you don't pay attention to baseball <laughs> and if you don't pay attention to this podcast, which we spent an entire year on, is the rivalry back. The check-ins. Well, it's it's safe to say in the first check-in of 2018, we're we're cooking with gas here. Yeah, it's back. But, but, but before we go in, but before we go into it, you didn't even do your intro, Jesus. No, I didn't. This it's, episode was it 94? 94. 94. 94. The Grind Hours podcast. This is the cousin John coming at you with with it's, Joe? It's with at, Joe, your main guy, and uh, you want to take Nick, the wheels there? It's it's uh. Public enemy number one to the two of you. And it's it's weird, <laughs> and I, I I even said it because I'm la- like I was laughing to you about it. Is we put an episode out on your on your show this afternoon, yep. and it was my favorite project of the year. And if people listen to that, it's oh these two are friends. If they listen to this, I mean I don't know what the hell they're gonna think because I don't know. Again, if you weren't living under a rock, if you were living under a rock, Tuesday night. Things got a little bit chippy. Tyler Austin. That's co- an understatement. What Ty- the- Tyler Austin came in with a quote-unquote high spike on Brock Holt, who took exception, had a little choice words for Tyler Austin. Bench is clear. Nothing happens. It's just chit chat. There's a review to see if it's a high spike. Spoiler alert: It's not a high spike. Nick, I don't care what you say. It's not a high spike. That's a slide. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot more vicious slides throughout our lifetimes. Chase Utley. That was right. Chase Utley. That's yeah, a great almost point. Almost ending a guy's career. That's a great point. It's not a Chase Utley slide. He was in. He was in the base path. Did his spikes come up a little bit? Yeah. Yes, they but, did. I will. I will concede it's not as bad as what Chase Utley did. I will not concede that it was not intentional. It was absolutely oh, bullshit. intentional, and he got away with it. That, see, that's where we don't agree. That's where we could, because he's not getting hurt from a, from a, a play like that. He's not. He had a little. It, it was a little. It was a little. It's a, little, it's a, it's a little love tap. It's like right. in football where you go a little low. It's, it's right. It was he absolutely meant to do it. it he didn't. Think, he wasn't trying to take Brockle out, but he was. He but was like, you know, hey, hey. But I, he was breaking. He was breaking up a double play. The only way you can right now. Fine. And that's and, coming with your spikes and, a little high. And fine. Let's agree to disagree. Because you can't hard slide anymore. Let, you can't it, take let, out a guy. He's coming in as as I'll, hard I'll, as you possibly I'll can. Even, with I'll the even, rule. Uh, Nick. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do you. I'll do you one. I'll do you a favor. I'll okay. even agree with you on this. That saying, like, yes, maybe he did intend. Maybe he did, it, did it, do it intentionally. Maybe it was just a little love tap. But you have to come halfway and agree with me in saying. That the Red Sox blew this shit out of proportion, and this is where I take I mean, a lot of exception. Maybe, maybe it was a little excessive. No, no, a little excessive. If you're fine, if you're gonna, and that, <laughs> now we're gonna get into it. Fast forward to the seventh inning, and Joe Kelly throws the first pitch, made inside. And if you're gonna do that, some off, leave it. And it, it's like if you if by doing that, he should then you leave it because you're just in, in turn yeah. you're just doing what. Uh, Tyler Austin did. You're just it's, gonna, you're just gonna, bro, give him a little love tap. This just is just to show him. Hey, you're gonna. This you, was the pitch sequence. Give him a guy a little love tap. I'm gonna give you a little love tap. It was the high and tight. 
to you know warn to give him a warning. You came at my guy. You don't you don't do it. We're, we're meaning, this is business. You, you, we're coming inside. Okay, fine. All well and good. Curveball. Very next pitch comes in and drills him. Tyler Austin slams his bat down. Uh, who was catching? Was it Vasquez? Vasquez. Vasquez does nothing. Could then he decides to grab him from behind. Does absolutely nothing. Austin charges towards the mound. Joe Kelly says, let's go. Slams down. Fist the cuffs. Uh, Judge comes out of the dugout. Stanton comes, comes out, out of the, the dugout. CC with a bum hip pushes somebody over. Uh, Tyler Austin gets in a couple of great uh, cheap shoddy swings as Judge is holding back Joe Kelly. But to be fair, Joe Kelly did get a couple of licks in on Tyler Austin. Um, he got, he, there, there were some nice, uh, it was like a little old-timey boxing match for a second there. I will concede with you. I, I will concede with you, Joe Kelly took it too far to sit with the actual hit. He could have just left it at no, I'm the fine. warning shot and it would have been fine. I'm fine with you hitting a guy. But this comes back to the Manny Machado incident last year. You don't go inside twice. If you, hit a, if you want to hit a guy, hit a guy in the first first time. You don't come in. Twi- you don't come in twice. I'm sorry. You don't come in twice. That's not what. If you if you want to go about the unwritten rules, you don't come in twice. And Austin did what he had to do to save his ass because he's been he was cheap shotted. Mm-hmm. And, and Joe Kelly did what he needed to do too. He stood his ground and he owned up to it. Right. So fisticuffs. Judge Judge and Stanton are peacemakers somehow. Somehow. And, I mean, Judge is forgetting about his chipped tooth. Um, Stanton, Stanton's becoming a bro. He's becoming a part of the team. Sanchez doesn't get involved because of his recent incident with, with uh, him in Detroit. It didn't, gra- it didn't graduate to that Detroit fight, but it definitely fueled the fire for, for, for the Yankees Red Sox fans. You were, you, yep. were, you were hearing Yankees sucks throughout, just resounding through the the building, and this is coming off of uh, off the heels of a of a fourteen to one beatdown, and so you can understand why the why the the bombers are frustrated. You can understand where the Red Sox are coming from, and the thing that I have the most exception to, and the thing that I can't stand, and who is an absolute weasel, and a and a piece of garbage, and and I can't stand for it is Alex Cora, who oh with the, the acts like a who acts like a who acts like a school schoolgirl, and is tripping over to, to towards Phil Nevin in the Yankees dugout. Stay in your lane. Stay in your box. Waving bye bye. No, no. Take your 12 year old looking ass and and, and go somewhere. I, Alex Cora is my new hero. He's a weasel. He's a weasel. He's a great man. He's like Clint Eastwood. He's. If you want, if you're gonna say something, square up. That's your players owned up to it, and you're sitting in your own dugout chirping away. Phil Nevin was out there, and he got he got thrown out, and he could possibly be facing a suspension. So I, I just I don't agree that Cora didn't get thrown out of the game. It doesn't make any sense. He he. Cora maybe should have gotten thrown out, but I liked what he did. No, how? How? I liked what he did. 
I he mean, got in his face and he, he, he talked his shit and it, you know. He didn't get anybody's face. He was sitting behind the comfort of his own dugout. Okay. He embraced the emotions of his team. By standing 14 feet away and chirping out of his own dugout. Is that what we're doing now? That's what this rivalry is about now? I would have liked to see him go out and punch Noel Nevin. <laughs> we didn't get to see that. And yes, I'll take what I can get. It didn't graduate to the to the um, to the level of a, of a Pedro throwing down a Don Zimmer or the Carlton Fisk, Lou Pinella brawl, but it's it stirs up all the motions. It's good to see. It's good for the it's good for the rivalry. And last last night, I was pissed off at, at Porcello because it was at, it was after the the Hanley, after Hanley got plucked by uh, Sunny Gray by Sunny Gray, which didn't add to the, it didn't so, didn't help. So Gray plunks Hanley. Hanley leaves the game because he he's a bitch and he has a bum wrist. Uh, the crybaby cries some uh, more. Well, actually, Hanley left the game because he was injured um, on the wrist because of what Sonny Gray did. So, the, 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 which I don't think was intentional. No, but the Hanley, the the benches you know, get Hanley warm. Can't, Hanley can't play with a fucked up wrist. What do you want him to do? So Moreland comes over the, or comes in the the home plate up. I forget who it was last night. Warns the benches. And then Porcello, two innings later, goes high and tight, and doesn't get doesn't get ejected. How how are you get how am I if I'm a if I'm a Yankee player, and the bench has got worn and the bench has got worn and my guy gets hit, that's not poetic justice. That's not umpires refereeing the game and, and keeping the game within the lines. I don't care if it's intentional or unintentional. If you hit a guy after the benches get get worn, he gets thrown out of the game. That's plain and simple. So Porcello's on the shit list. Uh, he's, ben, a good, he's a good man. He's a nice man. He stood up for his teammate. And it's I don't know. He's he's got Hanley's back. But it's. Uh, where are you sitting from all of this? Because I'm PO'd. I mean, I I love it from the perspective of the rivalry's got some serious cojones now. It's, it's, I can't wait to see what it's going to be like when they go to the Bronx for the first time. That's what you I know? was saying. That's what I was saying. You know, get ready, get ready know? for uh, get ready for Boston to come down. Boston with a, sucks. With resounding through the stadium. A rain of booze. You know, and I don't like Joe Kelly anyway, so what do I care if he gets suspended? See, he's he's becoming a... You don't like him because he blows leads. Yeah. So, he's become a Boston folk hero in some other... Some people's minds. Well, what, for, I mean, for hitting Tyler Austin? For hitting Tyler Austin, for squaring up, getting a couple of licks in there. And getting the six game suspension. I love that. That's the highlight of his Boston career so far. <laughs> but he, had on, on as far as 
you know, that's the best thing he's ever done on the mound was throw down like Rocky and Apollo Creed. He hasn't done he hasn't done shit in terms of helping us win games. The next time this happens, all I'm saying is don't get in front of Aaron Judge because he's he's gonna that man. He, yeah, him and Stan are not gonna be the peacekeepers. The pile by themselves. I would be terrified. Aaron Judge is a big boy. I would be terrified. Him and Stan are big boys. There's nobody. There's nobody. Him, Stan on, and CZ are big boys. There's nobody on the Red Sox that scares me in a fight. Nobody. If I'm in the opposite dugout, there's nobody on that on that dugout that I'm scared of. Maybe we should um maybe we should bring Big Poppy back. So oh, he that, can that. be the muscle. So someone's just gonna stop this. I mean, it could it, it could get to the level of Pedro with Zimmer. You just stomp on his foot because he has bad feet. Oh, Ortiz, he's got bad feet. That's true. So you just stomp on his foot and he's out of commission. But well, hand handling, you knock him over and stomp on his wrist and he's out of commission. Or you just throw a nice easy curveball at him. He's uh, from I, from the standpoint of, of the rivalry, I I love it, and from the standpoint of of just being a fan of baseball, even outside of the Red Sox, I love it that there's this much excitement about one of the premier rivalries in the game, and that we can see because none of the, the they this was what was needed to give this series some juice. None of the games were really particularly close. You know, the, the, the Well, Red the one Sox, with the brawl. Well, they, they started to come back, but I never got the impression that they were going to to, to make it up, make up the deficit, it honestly. Was, it was a three-run game at one point. I still never got the impression that they were going to make it up. I don't know. It's Fenway. Anything can happen. I've seen it too many times. Especially with the with our bullpen imploding in, in Boston too many times to count. So I and, and I have I've I was out actually for dinner that night with a couple friends of mine who are not baseball fans. We were at Buffalo Wild Wings, okay? And the the, the game was on overhead. The fight broke out and both of them said, I man, I need to start watching baseball. This kicks ass. Like, this is a good thing for the game, even if it's not... You, you don't think it's like, oh, they're fighting, you know, this is this is bad optics, it's going to make everything look bad. This is good, this is exciting, this is juicy, this is what brings people in. The only thing that sucks is now that the Yankees were, were tight with depth to begin with, and having our starting first baseman out of commission for a while... Backup. Suspended fight games, and then yeah, now now our backup uh, suspended doesn't do good things for our for for the the depth and the immediate future. But for the long run, I think this helps the team. Look, my dad texted me: a good fight brings a team together, and yeah. I think this if if the Yankees go on to win. 90 games, 100 games, whatever they f- end up, this is the game where things are going to turn around. 
you're going to look at this game just like you looked at the comeback against Baltimore last year and said, oh, well, that's when that's when they took the league by storm. That's when things really started to kick off. And, I mean, it didn't happen because Porcello no-hit us, which I was really surprised. that Cora, I, he's a weasel, but I'll admit he's got some, he's got some big old balls for, for putting... Uh, Porcello back out after the rain delay with the no hitter, which I'm sure Nick you're a, you're a fan of because I I am an absolute fan of that. I believe that I, I've said before on this podcast and often if you have a no hitter going, it doesn't matter what the circumstances are, how how long you've been in the big leagues, how what your pitch count is, it should not matter. You should be given the opportunity to finish the game. So. Your, our boy, the judge, ends that. But my new point: Red Sox won the first series three to one or two to one. But this is far, far from over. It's far from over. We still have a lot of games to go. Um, our plan to go to a game in New York and then a game in Boston is that much juicier. Yeah, it's, definitely. It means that much more. It's gonna be great. And I cannot, I cannot think of a better storyline than the than the Red Sox kickstarting the Yankee season, because we now have a three game set against a weak Detroit team, then a two game set against a terrible Miami Marlins team, where they're just they're giving tickets away to that game, literally handing out tickets. Here you go. So at this rate, it's kind of like this is it's now in the balls and the eight. Even though the Yankees lost the first series to the Red Sox, balls now in the Yankees' court. The the gone a nice Which, for a while. Speaking of uh, speaking of the Yankees, the Red Sox have started. What what are you guys now? Ten and two. Ten and two. And I I was really happy with this first series for us as well. Just outside as far as the performance, with the fact that the two wins in the series were pretty sizable wins. I mean. The, the, the 8-1 start was against the Rays, the Marlins, and the Rays. You know, it's not exactly <laughs> amazing competition. This is like a and real a lot first of those, test. A lot of those games were one-run games. We had a, a, a remarkable luck in the first two weeks with uh, one-run games and extra inning games of getting them to fall our way. So I, I admit I was very worried going into the Yankees series. I'm like, this is the first test of whether this team is for real or whether the hot start was just a symptom of playing terrible teams and getting lucky. And this team is for real. This is, so I, this, it just proves my theory more and more that this is going to be the eventual ALCS. Are you afraid of the Yankees at this point? I'm not afraid of the Yankees, no. If If there's anybody on the team, who, are you afraid of anybody on the team? Does Giancarlo Stanton put fear in your eyes? He does not. I <laughs> have not been impressed with him at all. First two weeks, I'm afraid of Judge because I know what Judge is capable of. What you should be, who you should be afraid of, is uh, is the Kraken, is the boy who became a man on my birthday. The first homer he's had in his career was at Fenway, and he continues yeah. to rake at Fenway Park. You should be afraid. Of Gary Sanchez, I haven't 
like how he's looked in the first couple weeks. Now he might be turning around, though. Hey, I, I, whenever I'm he more, gets cold, we should just ship him the Fenway and have him hit a couple bombs over the monster. Definitely. Because that gets him right back on track. He's going to be hitting bombs. He's going to have that season that everyone started to think he would have. And I'll, I'll be honest. The first, the first series, even though the, the Red Sox beat us to shit, they're not unbe- they're not unbeatable. Not unbeatable. They're but not like I, I, they're, they're, they, I, I agree with Nick in this. If I were a Red Sox fan, I wouldn't be afraid of the Yankees. I'm not. A, I'm not afraid of the Red Sox. Yeah, I wouldn't I'm be not. afraid of the Yankees. Well, I mean, they're they're evenly matched. They're very. Evenly I will matched. tell you this. I am a, even though he is a bit of a crybaby when he is decides to not be a bitch. I am afraid of Hanley Ramirez. No, Hanley, I, I'm not. I'm. I'm not shaking in my boots. There's no one. There's no one in that order that I'm like. Oh no, he's coming up to bat. There's. Well, actually, no, 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 no. Let me let me backtrack. Yeah, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Hanley and JD. There's two guys that that I I, I don't want to face, and that's Benintendi and, and, and Mookie. Jesus Christ, Mookie Betts. Oh, that's another one. That, that the down. Yankee killers, the killer bees. Public enemy number one is Joe Kelly. Public enemy number two is Mookie Betts. No. Yes. Public enemy number two is Alex Cora. See, Cora, Cora's <laughs> in the same light as the previous manager, who was a crybaby and a and weasel. And the previous manager, who was a crybaby and a weasel. Oh, too soon. I won't say anything about that because although John Farrell did deliver a World Series a, to Boston, I don't like him either. He's a weasel. And then Bobby Valentine was a wow! What a what a fuck up. Bobby there. Valentine. He's a loser. He was. A, he's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> the thought of eating it would make me throw up. You gotta make him eat the whopper. Uh. Speaking of which, have you seen Rosenberg's new uh, new Late Show? No, it was on last night. Yeah, wasn't I, gotta, it? I didn't get a chance to watch it. I gotta go check it out. It's on. Uh, I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, isn't it? Complex. Yeah. So yeah, I'll, be, I'll check that out when we're done. Shout should out! Be a, should be a lot of fun. Shout you know out. who the guest was because they weren't revealing it. ASAP Rocky. Okay, definitely. I'm definitely interested. So, shout out to the ENN vehicle, Peter Rosenberg, uh, Hot 97, uh, the Michael K. Show. Um, speaking of which, uh, we had we had a a, uh, a conversation with Tim the other day, me and John. Okay. And ca- there's a couple of drops, and, and you've named my first drop with the Magic fucking Johnson thing. Uh, I there's something else I want to um, get to, and this is a, this is a bet that we were talking about okay. that I brought up. I don't know if have you heard about it. Did you listen to the pod that that I have this? I, I'm not caught up yet, so I, this is news to me. So the bet I have, and the bet that I will uh, give you an update on is the two Florida teams, the Marlins and the Rays, their win total will not surpass the best team in the league at the end of the year. Combined. Combined. Wow. Um, Are you taking that bet? Uh, 
I'm. I don't know. I don't think that I am because. Actually, I, I, that's such a hard one because, and it's not because I don't think that the Marlins and Rays are going to be terrible because I've seen them both already and I know that they are. Just for just but, for comparison, the. Um... The Marlins double-A affiliate, the Jumbo Shrimp, had <laughs> more attendance Had more attendance than their major league affiliate, the Miami Marlins. So... Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if I'm going to take the... I think I'm going to take the under, and it's not because I don't know... Like I said, it's, So you're it's taking Miami and Tampa. Yeah, I, to, to be have a better combined win total. Because, again, it's not... It's not a reflection of how terrible that they are. It's more a reflection of there's so many good teams, I don't think that any one is going to get over 100 wins. And that's what you would need to, I think, So, just, a, just an update. The Angels have 11 wins. Mm-hmm. They are the best team in baseball right now. Yeah. And the Rays and Marlins have a combined six. And the Rays and Marlins were a part of two of the worst draws already in this season, with the White Sox and Rays having a combined 962 people attending. Mm-hmm. And then no, the fiasco think, with the Marlins the other day. No, I'm still taking the. I'm, I'm still taking the, the Rays and the Marlins to get. Just I, I look at it like this: if they. I don't think any team is going to get to 100 wins. And as long as they both win 50, they're at 100. And I think they'll we'll both win 50. I don't know if the Marlins will get to 50, but I think the Rays will get to like around 59, 60. I do. Okay. Well, for now, my, my thing will still be banned Florida baseball. Hashtag banned Florida baseball. Get baseball out of Florida. Get it into Montreal, Nashville, Oklahoma City. Nashville would be tremendous. Austin, wherever. Austin would also be tremendous. So, you know, it's a great place. I think it would be a great place for baseball that isn't brought up nearly often enough, I think. Where's that? Portland, Oregon. Ooh, that's been talked about. It's been talked about. And they would be fanatics up there because they only have one outlet, and they love, yeah. and they love baseball. They have two. Yeah, that like market. Oregon and Oregon State both draw a ton of people. And they have my, they have, uh, and they're in, they have uh, some independent teams up there that get yeah. a lot of draws. And, and you, you know, you look at fans of the Trailblazers or fans of their soccer team, the Timbers, like they are ravenous, man. It's. It'd be interesting. So, I think this is a good place to end and, and put to bed our first check-in of the year. So, it's such a shame that we don't have any hate mail on our, our Rams show. Not yet. yet. Not yet. It'll get there, dude. Trust me. <laughs> We're, we expose a few gays. There's a lot of people picking them. And it's not yeah. just the people on TV. It's everybody. The Rams are going to be... Like, did you like my uh, thumbnail? Oh, yeah. I mean... Birdie made off as the Rams. (laughs) So, John, final thoughts on this 
everything that needed to be said and everything needed to be said. Let's not overdo it. Because you haven't talked in a while. I just want to, I just want to check if you're not seething uh, or no, going to collapse no, from no, aneurysm. I'm, I'm good. So you're not afraid of the Red Sox. No, uh, you ready for round two in the second week of May? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm a, I was, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. I knew that I had a feeling this first series was going to go to them. But that doesn't mean that we can't come back with a, with a shot of our own. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call a shot. And, Nick, you're going to get aroused out of this one, and I think you're going to get aroused out of this one as well. Right. Okay. John Carlos Stanton in the next series will have more home runs as J.D. Mar- as J.D. Martinez will have strikeouts. That's uh, my shot. We'll see. That's my shot. To be seen. To I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to say that. You are not afraid. You've never been afraid to go out on a limb. I respect that about you. I I will. That's that's my uh, that's my prediction. That that's where I'm going. I'm staying with it. You can you can write it down. Today is Friday the 13th, April 13th, 2018. You can set it in stone. The next time the Red Sox and Yankees play is the 7th through the 9th of May. And Giancarlo Stanton will have more home runs in that series as J.D. Martinez has strikeouts. If not more home runs against Red Sox pitching. Beware. Be very afraid. To be seen. But... We'll take off the boxing gloves. We'll wipe the scars. Uh, we're, we're professionals in this business. We we know how to end, we know how to end a discussion. If if you if you if that can't be highlighted in any other way, just go to Nick's channel and check out that video that we did with the Rams. And which again, it's only been up for what two three hours maybe. Like two hours, yeah. So. Give it time. The masses will look at it. The, their panties will go into a bunch, and they'll they'll be spewing hate mail at you. So, in order for them to do that, go ahead and plug your stuff. Well, uh, you can find me on Twitter at. Well, I was about to say at at. That would be stupid. <laughs> you can you can find me on Twitter. That's at Nick Parodies. You can also find the show on Twitter. That's hard underscore truth underscore pod you can find the hard truth podcast and the hard truth show on youtube if you look up either one you'll find it um i usually just spend my time on twitter getting into fights with strangers and it's a lot of fun so if you like to do you have any of those before we get out of here do i have any uh any uh, beefs beefs to share any beefs I do, as a matter of fact. Let's Ooh, see here. Little, little, little cherry on top of this awesome podcast. So, I got into a fight with. Oh no! Never mind. He deleted the comments, so I don't know what he <laughs> said. But back on. Oh man, you didn't get blocked this time. Sorry, actually, I, I, actually, no. There was another person who deleted the comments. I. The, the Instagram dude from the last time forgot yeah. that you went on a tirade about. So... So I, I got in an argument with this guy over Star Wars. Oh, wow. Because... <laughs> John's um, eyes just perked up and and, and rolled over. <laughs> so, he, I, 
I explained why I liked the most recent Star Wars movie, and then he said, you're the rarded one because it was just an opinion. I was saying then you act all triggered and start babbling bullshit over a goddamn movie. So I said the irony here is just beautiful. You can't call me retarded but then smell like a retard. And so he said, psycho, and I said, if you say so, great. I'm surprised nobody else chimed in. You can't say retard. That might have been what the deleted comment was. I can't remember. <laughs> but, uh, no, you just find the greatest people. The greatest people just you. find your Twitter account. It's, it's truly amazing. But this is a good place to end. Uh, it's been fun. I look forward to getting into another Fist of Cuffs or another conversation with you. Possibly about your Knicks. Your Knicks have been in the news lately. So you might have yeah. to come defend your, uh, your New York Knickerbockers. Uh, I'm not sad to see Jeff Wardasek go. <laughs> I just hope. That. I don't think any Nick fan is just just. I'm just praying that the next coach uh, selection is somebody who's actually on the same page with the front office and with the players. We're, we'll talk about this another time, but I'll okay. give you two names: Mark Jackson and Frank Vogel. That's it. Just chew on those. Huh. That's all you need to know. Draft well, get one of those guys. You're good. You're fine. Porzingis will be, will be back soon enough, Nick fans. But this has been episode 94 of the Grind Hours podcast. Almost forgot because you introduced it there, guy. Yeah. Uh, 94 of the Grind Hours podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast. Share it with anybody who you seem fit. If you're on iTunes, please give us a review. It means more to this show than you think. If you haven't already, if you made it this far, go to Nick's stuff. Uh, that's the, the Hard Truth podcast on... Uh, YouTube at hard is it I never know the the name of the show at hard underscore truth underscore pod on Twitter and at Nick Parodies uh, for his personal account to tweet at him and make it on the show my my uh, my Twitter is at not the fake J Leo if you want to you can get into arguments with me about stupid stuff like a Phillies fan did uh, not too long ago and um and some other ones that uh, that were deleted and I don't remember. So uh, I would have something to share, but alas, the dog ate my homework. So this is the great. This is the uh, that's the best point that I think we could leave this on. Uh, like the sweet words of Semisonic, it's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Have a good weekend, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. <laughs>